0: 48K News. it's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Hong Kong reports its first local untraceable COVID-19 infection in more than a month. The chief executive defends a possible ban on people who have not been inoculated against COVID-19 from restaurants and entertainment venues. And the government says people will have to register their identity when buying pay-as-you-go mobile phone SIM cards. Hong Kong has reported its first local untraceable COVID-19 infection in more than a month. Health authorities say it signals hidden transmission chains in the territory. Tim and Pang reports.
1: The patient is a 35-year-old police constable who's based at the Wan Chai Police Headquarters and lives in Tong. He started feeling unwell last Friday and was then found to have a high viral load. The officer normally works on a patrol squad and he had accompanied people who were arrested to the Chaiwan Police Station and Lai Chi Kok Detention Centre in the past 10 days or so. The Centre for Health Protection's Dr. Trung Shok Kwan says the officer has recently been to a number of restaurants, including the food court in Fu Place. His wife and two children have tested negative so far, and the schools the children go to have been suspended for a few days, pending test results on others. Some 50 people are being sent into quarantine, including his family, fellow police officers and other people considered to be his close contacts. Dr. Chuang said the officer tested negative while in hospital, but there's no evidence that the case involves contaminated specimen. She said this has happened before to other confirmed patients.
2: Sometimes after they are admitted to the hospital, repeated specimens may turn negative. We understand that the specimen taking and the testing, they may vary with different times and locations of testing. And also a small proportion of the cases may not have antibodies.
1: Health authorities also reported six imported cases from people arriving from Indonesia and the United Arab Emirates.
0: Dr Siddharth Sridhar from the University of Hong Kong's Department of Microbiology says it is unusual for someone who had a high viral load to test negative for the coronavirus. But he also says people don't need to be overly concerned about the case. We have had uh, so-called false positive cases in the past, but most of them have had a very low viral load, which might be compatible with the laboratory contamination. It would take quite a gross uh, mishap on the laboratory side for a negative sample to become a high viral load sample. So uh, further investigations are required to see if he actually um, is a genuine case or a false positive case. I understand he had symptoms, so we do have to look for alternate uh, causes for his symptoms as well. I think we should be uh, watchful and we should wait for the authorities to complete their investigation before jumping to conclusions or panicking. Chief Executive has defended a possible ban on people who have not been inoculated against COVID-19 from restaurants and entertainment venues.
3: Carrie Lam insists they're not being penalised. So, if there is a certain degree of vaccination protection at schools, and to allow them to conduct face-to-face teaching again, you have to make a choice, so that those vaccinated can have face-to-face classes and others learn online. This, compared to everyone learning online, you have to protect many of those who have cooperated with the epidemic measures and let them return to relatively normal teaching activities. This cannot be seen as penalizing or scaring off people.
0: The government says people will be required to register their identity when buying pay-as-you-go mobile phone SIM cards from March next year, in accordance with the findings of its consultation exercise. Individuals will be allowed up to 10 SIM cards each instead of three, as suggested in the initial proposal, while corporate users can register up to 25 with each telecom provider. Here's Commerce and Economic Development Minister Edward Yao. 25 is not the absolute cap. We are talking about 25 cards for corporate users for any one service provider now we all know that in hong kong there are four major telecom operator they have very simply people can easily walk to any of these uh, retail shops uh, to get handy 100 cards but there are also actually some virtual uh, mobile operator also issuing these cards we are talking about very easily, between four to eight uh, operators in the market, which you can easily obtain services. And if you times that number with 25, we're talking about between 100 and 200, which should be sufficient. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Chief Executive has suggested that calls to end one-party rule in China may be illegal, depending on the circumstances. There have been growing suggestions from pro-Beijing figures that such calls may violate the national security law. Carrie Lam says it will be up to law enforcement authorities and the courts to decide. Priscilla reports.
3: Calls to end one-party rule in China have often been made during past June 4th vigils commemorating the victims of the Tiananmen crackdown. Though police have banned this year's vigil, setting COVID, the question remains. Is this slogan now illegal? Carrie Lam told reporters that the matter is too complicated to give a yes or no answer and it's not up to her to decide whether a slogan is illegal or not. Demanding a clear cut answer on such a question, she added, is a bit coercive. Authorities have to look at the circumstances in which slogans are uttered to determine their meaning and assess whether any laws have been violated. Of course, you also need law enforcement agencies to gather evidence, which would then have to be forwarded to the Department of Justice to ascertain whether this is a prosecutable offense under the law before the courts make a final determination. Mrs. Lam added that the national security law imposed by Beijing almost a year ago has made it even more clear that it is everyone's responsibility to uphold national security and any acts of subversion against the mainland leadership is prohibited. The CE added that it is indisputable that Hong Kong is an inalienable part of China and must uphold the national constitution, which states that no one can disrupt the socialist system in the mainland. Some pro-Beijing figures have recently taken issue with the use of end one-party rule slogan by the Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China, which organizes the annual June 4th vigil. The alliance lists ending one-party dictatorship as one of its five operational goals on its website. Mainland officials have in the past said such slogans don't make sense as the Chinese Communist Party already leads a multi-party cooperation system.
0: The League of Social Democrats has announced that it is not going to field candidates in the upcoming election committee or Legislative Council polls, saying Hong Kong has lost a fair and just electoral system following Beijing's overhaul. to some reports.
2: Under the reformed political system, the expanded election committee will not only pick the chief executive, but it will also choose 40 members of CO and be responsible for screening the eligibility of candidates to make sure they are patriots. Writing on its Facebook page, the League of Social Democrats said there is no longer any point... in taking part in the upcoming polls, adding that its allies should also boycott them. However, it said members of the public should still use their votes to express their true opinions. Joining an election and entering the council is to facilitate, not weaken, the democratic movement. If the election results have already been predecided by the authorities, then the meaning of an election is gone and we will not participate in it," the LSD said in a statement. The pro-democracy group said people should understand that it is no longer possible to push for democracy through Lashko, adding that they should continue to fight for their cause by getting the support of people on the mainland and the international community. The league's former lawmaker Leung Kwok hung and district councillor Jimmy Sham... are currently in custody after being charged with subversion... over last year's primaries for legislative elections that were later cancelled. Last month, the Democratic Party said messengers from Beijing... have urged party members to run in the legislative polls in December... even though most of the group's supporters were against the idea. Party chairman Lo Kin-hei said a final decision will be made in September...
0: Local retail sales have risen by double digits for a third straight month, the longest such streak since late 2018. But the pace of increase has slowed, with sales gaining just over 12% in April, compared with a 20% increase in March and a 30% jump in February. In April, sales of jewellery and watches nearly doubled year on year. But the government said the data may be distorted because of a low base of comparison from a year ago, and sales volume remained far below pre-pandemic levels. Looking ahead, a spokesman said the near-term outlook for the retail trade is still challenging as inbound tourism will likely take time to recover. Chief Executive has defended allowing fully vaccinated senior executives of listed companies to skip quarantine when they come to Hong Kong, saying it's important for the city's economic revival. More from Vicky Wong.
3: Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the policy was not a free-for-all and regulators need to be convinced that these executives have a genuine business purpose. She says Hong Kong has to consider the recovery of the city's economy and the important role played by the financial services sector. So the uh, Financial Services and Treasury Bureau, in consultation with the regulatory authorities, have proposed that we should provide an alternative arrangement for these senior executives to come so that they can continue to conduct the very essential economic activities in Hong Kong. She also points out that these executives are not allowed to go anywhere they please while in the SAR. They are subject to another set of, I would still call it, quarantine arrangement, which restricts their behaviours and their activities. So they have to stay in one designated spot. And then they have to travel to another designated spot for the business. For example, attend a meeting, consult lawyers on their IPOs and whatnot. And then they have to go back to that designated spot. They could not go out to the community at all. Mrs. Lam adds this is not a new exemption policy, pointing out that scientists and producers of medical protective gear also enjoy such treatment.
0: China has reported the world's first human infection of the H10N3 bird flu strain but says the risk of it spreading widely among people was low. The patient is a 41-year-old man in Jiangsu province. He was sent to hospital on April 28 and is now in stable condition. The National Health Commission calls it accidental cross-species transmission and says no human case of H10N3 has been reported anywhere else. Authorities also describe the strain as low pathogenic in birds. Enforcement officers have visited the newly reopened June 4th museum in Mongkok. urging operators were running a place of public entertainment without the required licences. Just days before the 32nd anniversary of the 1989 Tiananmen massacre, the Food and Environmental Hygiene Department carried out enforcement work against the museum, saying it was responding to recent complaints. The department said licences were also required for the holding of exhibitions, even for those which were admission-free. South Korea has summoned Japan's deputy ambassador as a spat over the portrayal of contested islands on a map on the Olympics website. There's been anger in South Korea that the map of the torch relay route appeared to show the Leoncore rocks as Japanese. The tiny islands in the Japan Sea have been controlled by Seoul for decades, which are claimed by Tokyo. Schools in Myanmar's main city, Yangon, have been largely quiet despite an order by the military regime for their reopening after a year of coronavirus closures. This report from the BBC's Will Leonardo.
2: Soldiers with guns have been stationed outside schools in Yangon, Myanmar's largest city, on their first day of operation in a year. Pro-democracy activists have said they expected only a million of the country's nine million students to return. Campuses around Myanmar have been targeted in arson and explosive attacks, apparently to warn parents off sending their children in. Local media reported that the words, we don't want military slavery teachers, were daubed across one school in red ink. Many teachers are on strike, while thousands have been suspended for taking part in huge Co-democracy rallies.
0: Pope Francis has issued the most comprehensive overhaul of Roman Catholic Church laws for nearly 40 years, toughening penalties for abusing children. Here's the BBC's John McManus.
2: The new code is not entirely concerned with clerical abuse. It also toughens regulations for priests who ordain women or commit fraud. But campaigners will welcome the new sanctions which strip priests of their office if they sexually abuse a minor or vulnerable adult or possess images of child sexual abuse. The revision of canon law is partly intended to reduce discrepancies in the type of penalties available, with the Vatican admitting that what it called excessive slack in interpretation had sometimes put mercy before justice.
0: Sport and in the French Open, world number one Ashley Barty needed three sets to knock her first-round opponent, out. The Australian beat Bernarda Pera of the United States, 6-4, 3-6, 6-2. Barty won at Roland Garros in 2019, but skipped her title defence last year because of the pandemic. The NBA playoffs, the Washington Wizards staved off elimination by beating the Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers, 122-114, Game 4 of their first-round series. Russell Westbrook finished with 19 points, while Bradley Beal delivered a game-high 27 points for the Wizards. The Sixers' Joel Embiid limped off the court with right knee soreness in the first quarter. In the West, Donovan Mitchell scored 30 points to help the Utah Jazz grab a 3-1 lead in the best-of-seven by holding off the Memphis Grizzlies, 120-113. And a reminder of our top story tonight, Hong Kong reports its first local and untraceable COVID-19 infection in more than a month. The news from RTHK.
4: Very Alpine to me when I first heard that The new Seekers of course And a never ending song of love for you And you and you 18 past 11 at the time <laughs>
0: Still a mixed bag Predominantly 60s heading into 50s In this 45 minutes together Then after the news at midnight Our sentimental journey takes us way way back For me Peter King here on 3
4: This song from the 60s Amen Corner